go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go getter, put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street. What's going on, everybody? This is the Tribe 44 Podcast, presented to you by United Citizens Bank of Southern Kentucky. It's a bank to come home to because it's locally owned and operated. UCB provides the best in customer-first care in Adair County. United Citizens Bank, we do it all right here. For the show's intents and purposes, I am your host, Will Rich, and I am joined yet again tonight by our fearless leader, Clay Turner. Clay, how are you? I'm doing great, Will. How are you doing, man? I am doing wonderfully 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 clay the first week of december is here have you done your christmas shopping i've kind of started it but not really now i will say i really do a lot of shopping and stuff on cyber monday i'm the stereotypical man that i kind of am as surprised as you are when you get a gift from me you know what i tried to get the other day my brother is really into well this is a weird statement but he he like loves ranch dressing (laughs) yeah so (laughs) yeah he loves it he would drink it i think he i really think he would drink it which grosses me out but there was a new thing so you've heard of elf on a shelf clay right i have so do you have an elf on the shelf i can't say i do you need to get you one just hide it around the house because the elf the elf showed up you know, last week after Thanksgiving, showed up after Thanksgiving and feel, st- stays all the way through Christmas. I feel like with Sadie, the elf wouldn't be on the shelf very long. Elf on the shelf's a big deal at our house. The elf usually teams up. We have a, a, a stuffed Grinch and the elf usually ends up teaming up with the Grinch and they have a good time at our house with their various um, shenanigans. But... Hidden Valley Ranch has put out an item called Ranch on a Branch. And I was going to get this for my brother, but Clay, it sold out within minutes. It sold out crazy fast. What is it? it? Okay, so Ranch on a Branch, it's like this stuffed bottle of ranch. Comes with a storybook, and its box is shaped like a refrigerator. The storybook... I'm sure it has some sort of inspirational story of ranch. Well, actually, there's a page right here. One page from the Ranch on a Branch book says, Joy can be found all around us, that's for sure, just by helping each other with a heart that is pure. Now, see, Clay, that's good, wholesome family entertainment, but the whole time it's a bottle of ranch helping the family cook. That sounds extremely weird to me. It it is. (laughs) I don't know what you do with it. I guess you hide it. But do you hide it only on branches? Oh, wait. The storybook. You'll help Ranchy achieve his dream of becoming a real bottle of Hidden Valley Ranch. (laughs) So apparently, by Christmas, your stuffed bottle of ranch becomes a real bottle of Hidden Valley Ranch. This is really genius marketing on their part. Because it sold out. You know, that just kind of shows you. If you advertise anything, you can literally sell anything. You know, as the kids say nowadays, mid. But uh, <laughs> that uh, that clay. What is the definition of mid? Other than actually, is it just middle? Like, <laughs> if I'm being honest, that's actually not the definition. I'm pretty sure you can look this up, Will. But I think saying like so and so's mid. They. You hear kids say that a lot, like something is mid. 
I think it's kind of like just basic, right? Oh, okay. So, I okay. Could, I could be totally just wrong. Basic, that, not great, know. not terrible. Yeah. I mean, middle, right? Mid, mid-level. This segment of Clay Explains Teenage Slang is brought to you by Downey Eye Clinic. Downey has been the leader of optometry services in Adair County since 1981, and they're committed to providing the best personalized eye care possible for the people of Columbia. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate, Luke Piles with Next Home Realty Experts is the man to call for all things real estate in Southern Kentucky, residential, commercial, investment properties. He does it all, and he never does it mid. Give him a call or text today at 270-378-0405 or message him on any social media platform. You like how I worked that in, Clay? You taught me something today. That was perfect. Mid. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, kids and their slang, so. Yeah, well. I don't know about it. Somebody who also understands a little bit of slang. Why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce our guest for the night, Clay? Tonight's guest is the former Dare County Lady Indian. She was a member of the state tournament team. She's a thousand point scorer, and you know you will see her up out about town. You'll see her. Her sons are actually out of high school now, but you see her at games supporting them. We have Miss Amy Keys. Amy, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. Amy, what got you into basketball? Um, well, of course, I grew up in Egypt around all of my cousins and stuff, and um, I just seemed to like sports better than my girl cousins, I guess you could say. And so um, I was always out there playing wiffle ball, and when my cousin Chad Bell got a basketball goal up at his house, we would endlessly shoot all the time. And it just sort of... I don't know. It just sort of felt natural for me just to, to go towards sports. You talk about cousins. I mean, how many is it that you have? You have a ton of them at Egypt, right? Yeah. Yeah. That face bunch, there's a bunch of us. Uh, um, you know, we, there's quite a few athletes in the bunch to uh, several football players. Uh, my brother played football and uh, Ricky Roy and um, my cousins, Mike and Mark Curry, uh, Brian Fee, uh Barry Todd Smith. There's been, I hate to even start naming names, but there's been several. I've been several told, Amy, that everything that you know, you learned from Mike Curry. Well, I I had a feeling that that might be brought up tonight. Um, I'm not for sure if you ever knew of Mike Curry telling any tales or not, but uh, that's probably one of them. <laughs> and he actually told me to tell you, you know, that you learned everything from your most athletic cousin, him. And uh, Yes. You know. <laughs> It's it's like when you, as the older you get, the better people get sometimes in their mind on how good they were. <laughs> and that, you know that may pertain to him. It may not, but it may. Oh gosh, that is so funny. Yeah, I think he might he might be a little forgetful in his old age too. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, at what age do you remember taking basketball serious? Well, um, my fifth grade, which I. I wanted to play, and of course, they didn't have girls basketball for Little League. You know, I, I could be a cheerleader, and I was like, I don't want to be a cheerleader. I just, I couldn't fit into that crew. I, I, I have all respect for cheerleaders, but it just wasn't for me. But um, my dad had talked to the middle school coach at the time when I was in fifth grade and said, you know, I I know that she will not play. Me and Leanna Kreitz, actually, um, our parents had went and talked to the coach, and I can't even remember for the life of me. It might have been Sammy Blair at that time. But just said, let them, let them practice, you know, let them practice to, to get some experience. So me and Leanna started out in fifth grade on the middle school team. Now, we never hit the floor, probably fifth or sixth grade. 
but you know, we, we learned from those older girls about hard work and competitiveness. We always competed in practice, but now, um, when I played for Sammy Blair, we ran our legs off. I was in the best shape of my life that year. <laughs> yeah. So you had sent, you remember any other middle school coaches? Was it all? It was, um, it, Sammy had us one year and I know that Lisa Edwards and I want to thank Denise Fudge helped her that year. Denise, I, that's I, a new, I did not know Denise Fudge helped. I could, I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that those two, maybe my sixth or seventh grade year. Of course, high school, you had Kim all four years. Yes. Uh, coach Gooden was my coach. And of course, Steve Martin, um, all four years of my, my senior year. I graduated in 94. When it comes to them, what stands out for both of them, Coach Martin and uh, Coach Gooden? Um, I have the utmost respect for both of them. And I think as we get older, we value that the the values that they instilled in us as younger kids growing up. And they just made us feel I, – I would have – I think that I would have tried to run through a brick wall for them if they'd asked me. That's how much respect that I had for them as coaches. And even as, as we got older, I still reach out to them and tell them how much I appreciated the influence that they had on us. You know, we, we battled in practices and, um, you know, at the end of the day, um, we were all, you know, all of us girls, we were all friends out of the court too, you know, just not on the court, but they just instilled so many good values. I, I think for my life, I'm so thankful for those two. And I'm, I'm sure to, to reach out to them and let them know. And after I listened to Coach Gooden's podcast uh, one day last year, I guess, I was driving to one of Brady's ball games, And I told her, I said, you know, I never really thought much about my yelling at referees, but I'm blaming her for that. All these years, it's Coach Gooden's fault because she used to yell at referees like that. And I'm like, it's her fault that I'm like this. Hey, you learn from your coach. They always say, you know, so exactly. you're doing what she did. Exactly. She she would get on those refs pretty good, but I couldn't ask for any better role models growing up through through my basketball careers. And of course, I also had John B. Weathington for two years at Lindsay, and I'm very thankful for him as well. He um he had to put up with a lot of uh, stuff from all of us girls from all over the state and other states too. But um, I've I've been blessed with really good coaches. Amy, I never saw you guys play, but one thing I always was told about you guys teams, and Kim talked about toughness so where do you think your your toughness came from oh well I mean Ricky Roy was my brother so he used to beat me to a pulp (laughs) so I'm pretty sure that's probably where most of my toughness came from but we were really tough we were just a hard-nosed group that would fight and battle for every possession that we could and we were fast I know that's hard to believe now looking at some of us but we were super fast and we just we put it all out there every game that we had I'm looking at the box score from the state tournament game that you all played in, and it looks like in that game you only played six people. Is that was that typical? Only played six. Was. Okay, because yeah. you played six and one person only had four minutes. <laughs> yeah, still, golly, yeah, we, yeah, we were pretty, um, we were pretty set with, uh, and we pressed the whole time too. That's another thing like you just don't hear of anymore. We pressed the whole game and would play the whole minutes. I mean, if we went out, we were mad because I didn't want to go out. But, yeah, we usually just played six, maybe seven, um, the whole state tournament season just about. Clay, I'm I'm just going to read this off to you because it's insane, okay? Listen to this. Beth Grant, 32 minutes. Shannon Feast, 28 minutes. 
Leanna Kreitz, 32 minutes. Amy Roy, 32 minutes. Monica Rogers, 32 minutes. And Talisha Taylor, three minutes and 52 seconds. You're getting a lot of minutes out of, out of those five. That's amazing, especially for a state tournament team. Yeah, uh, yeah, certainly. We didn't, we, didn't, uh, we didn't get breaks. And like I said, we pressed the whole time. We were up and down the floor the whole time. Used to, teams really didn't go to their bench as much either. Mm-mm. I feel like uh, seven people is really the max that people would go to. And that would be like only if you really had to. Where nowadays, yes, I feel I- like t- teams will go eight, nine, you know. I'm not trying to say kids now are not as tough or whatever, but it seems like uh, back then kids just went longer. And what's, you know, a lot of times people think back then pace was slower. Usually the pace was actually faster back then. Like Amy, you said y'all pressed a lot, but yeah, a lot of times yeah. back then the pace actually was faster than even it is now. Yes. And it's crazy to watch now because I'm like, wow, they seem so slow. Because we did, we like I said, we did press the whole time, and and there was usually, I mean, Talisha was an eighth grader that uh, that year, so you know, I mean, she was fresh off the, you know, she was scared to death. She was the eighth grader coming in, big girl, but she did get. I was so glad that she got some minutes that uh, first game to kind of work her nerves off a little bit. Amy, I was told you was an excellent free throw shooter, and one of the years you was one of the top state leaders in free throw percentage. Do you know what it was? Um, no, I don't. I don't remember that uh, percentage. Uh, I do know that I did finish, I think, the top 10, yeah. I, I always practice free throws, and when we had to run all those laps after practice, you know, and run, 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 and then Coach Gooden was always like, okay, who wants to shoot the free throw? I was always like, me, because I'm not running anymore. I'm hitting my free throw. It, it was always important to me, and it drove me crazy when my boys wouldn't hit a free throw. just drove me nuts. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's called free for a reason, right? Absolutely. Take your time, and it's just it's just repetitive. You just do the exact same thing every time, and, and it, I just I, I always enjoyed free throws. Being a good free throw shooter, being a good shooter, but you know, times two, I don't know how many threes you guys attempted a game, but I'm sure today's time it wouldn't be as much as you would if you played nowadays. Yeah, probably not. I mean, we did shoot several threes. Um, Beth was a oh, she was such a good three point shooter, and uh, Monica wasn't. Uh, she would. She was so fast. Monica was so fast. Sometimes I would wonder how the ball even kept up with her. And we used to tease her because, of course, Monica Rogers. And uh, she, if she was wide open, she'd miss a layup. Like, it would go all the way over the backboard. But if she had two people hanging on each side of her, she would hit it every time. So I think that the press, so much of the press that we had, and we worked so hard at our press, that it led to more, you know, easier shots and, and fast break attempts than, than the three-point shot. But we also could shoot threes. Amy, I, I don't know this answer, but did you ever consider coaching after playing? Well, you know, I um, coached Little League when my cousin Kara Feast, big ball now, um, when she was younger. I did coach a couple of years, and I was I was blessed to have little Chelsea Lucky on my team, and she was fast as could be, and I really enjoyed that time. But it wasn't really something that I thought that my stress level could handle. I, I don't know my you. nerves. But you know, I'd have probably been tossed out of a lot of games. I, I, I thought I was going to get tossed out by just being a fan, but I'm pretty sure as a coach, I'd have probably been kicked out several times. I was going to ask you, Amy, you've never been kicked out as a fan, though, right? No, but I've really tried hard. I even told the boys one time, I've, I've tried really hard all this time to get kicked out of at least one. I mean, I thought it would be really cool to get walked out, but they, I think they would have probably, 
I, I think they just got to where they ignore my loud voice, but God blessed me with this loud voice. So I just like to tell the rest how terrible they are. I was going to ask Hunter and Brady ever say, Hey mom, can you be a little bit quieter at games before? Or was that <laughs> um, not a discussion? Not really. Um, I think that, you know, at first they were kind of maybe a little shocked and was like, Oh my gosh. But I think that they kind of laughed about it as, as the years went on and they're like, yeah, that's my mom. <laughs> you know, like, it is what it is. I can't do nothing with her. If you don't care, talk in detail a little bit about uh, that 92 season and run, run to the state tournament because you win a couple games there and you're one of what it looks like seven people that have – seven girls basketball players in Adair County that have played in a state tournament game, let alone two, and scored double figures in both, uh, led the team in scoring in the first one. So take us into that 92 season and kind of talk about what it's like to play in the state tournament as well. Well, it was just so, um, of course, we went through we went through district that year, and we played Marion County in the finals, and it went into double overtime. And we we come out winners, and then we had, Coach Gooden had put in a bid for us to hold the, the regional tournament here today. And so she called us all into the gym, um, you know, I, I went to the old school, the middle school now, and she called us all in there, and I was like, what's going on? And she'd already called the seniors in and told them, but she called the rest of us in and told us that we were hosting it and we were so excited about it. And then um, ended up, we played Marion County in the finals and we easily beat them. I mean, it wasn't like a double overtime. It was a good game as well, but we did, we did beat them. And it was just surreal to think about, we were the very first team. And I mean, still we're the only team. That's hard for me to believe, but because there's been some very talented athletes come through the girls basketball program. But we were just so excited to to go and to have the whole experience of it was we were treated like queens, you know, it was just like we were royalty. And um, we we got up there in our hotel and eat at Red Lobster as, as a group. And, you know, but we uh, we knew the first game, you know, we were we were like, OK, we got a good draw. We're just going to do what we usually do. And uh, when we come out winning it, we were. We were just so ecstatic. We just couldn't believe it. And um, then, of course, heartbreak on the the second game on a last second three-point bank shot. And I'll never forget her name, Heather Elrod, ever. That's just something that you'll never forget. And I ended up playing against her at Lindsay. She was playing at, I think, Berea. And um, I thought that's pretty weird how things come full circle back around that you don't forget people. But, yeah, it was an awesome experience just to see at, at Eastern's gym like the fans, it was just crazy. I was like, there can't be anybody left in our town. You know, it was just like people, you know, they shut down businesses and for girls basketball, you know, we weren't popular and we didn't have girl boy games back then. It was just a girls game. And, you know, nobody wanted to come to a girls game because, you know, it's just not as exciting. And, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's, you know, it's never been and it never will be the, the level that boys are. But we felt supported finally, you know. It was just really an awesome experience. And I'm still friends with all those girls, all those six and seven girls that you talk about. You know, I still talk to all of them and talk to Talisha up until the day she died. It's, we're just a close-knit bunch. Amy, when was the last time you played basketball? Well, I mean, I shoot around every once in a while. But as far as, you know, any other, it's been a long time. I can still outshoot my boys, though, right I, now. I, I guarantee I was going to ask. So you think you're the best shooter in the family still? Oh, absolutely. No question about it. I I used to bribe poor little Brady to shoot the ball. He would never shoot it. I'm like, I'll give you 
$5 a point just to shoot the ball, you know, and he, he just, he was always wanting to pass, which I got that because I really enjoyed passing too. But at some point I said, you become a liability. You've got to score. You've got to score or attempt to anyways. But yeah, no, I could still out shoot both of them. $5 a point's a nice little deal. Yeah, I know. I was like that. And I mean, money's where it's at in his world. So I, I thought maybe that would get him, but it never did. You know, Hunter is also a really good, I mean, Hunter really good at a lot of things, but Hunter, was also a very unselfish player. Yes, Hunter always made me so proud because I remember whenever he was in middle school, uh, Mike Snead telling me that he was a sixth grader and he was like trying to help people that were in eighth grade. You know, he said he was coaching and trying to tell them, and he said not in a bossy way, but you know, like in a leader way. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like Hunter. He's uh, he's uh, and he's coaching freshman this year. I was going to say uh, transition to that. Yeah, him coaching this year new due to the staff and I talked to him the other day said he was really enjoying it yes yes he said that he's really he's really looking forward to this year coaching Amy you said shooting if you or Rick and Ricky Roy had a shooting contest right now game of horse who wins and how how easy is it um well we talk a lot of trash so there would be a whole lot of trash talking but I'm still coming out a winner okay yeah Amy we're supposed to ask you about a time that your door came off the hinges well, you know, sometimes siblings don't always get along the best. <laughs> and uh, uh, Ricky about beat my door down one day. And I, uh, yeah, and I climbed out my window and ran to my grandma's house. I'm pretty sure if he got a hold of me that day, I wouldn't be talking to y'all right now. <laughs> but when uh, Big Papa got home, it's what we call my dad now. When Big Papa got home, uh, we didn't do that anymore. So <laughs> that was a hard lesson learned. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure that, uh, yeah, I would be dead for sure. <laughs> Amy, you've probably, with your sons playing and stuff, I'm sure you've seen a lot of girls' games since you played. Is there a player that you have seen play for at Arcane that kind of reminded of yourself? Oh, goodness. I've never really thought about that. That's a good question. I love the intensity that Ellie Cheatham plays with. I was never a big girl, and I love her footwork and the way that she goes after it. I was trying to think of somebody like guard play. Nothing's coming to me off top of my head. She so said you did coach Chelsea Lucky for a little bit in Little League. I did, yes, in Little League. I had I had those girls two years. Watched Chelsea play a lot for my dad, and Chelsea was a really good player. She could shoot, good ball handler, passer. Mm-hmm. I was like, Chelsea, just take the ball and go to the hole and shoot a layup. <laughs> and she was yeah. so fast. and. She was one of those, like, reminding me of Monica because she's so fast. Sometimes I'm like, did you forget the basketball? You know, they, they couldn't keep their dribble up with how fast they were going. But, yeah, Chelsea was a hard-nosed player. I really uh, enjoyed watching her play. And, of course, hey. I love watching Beth Owens and Ashley Owens play, too. Those are two hard-nosed girls. And the Keltner girls, too, Alex and Katie. They, You know, a, as you uh, get older, I miss some of their playing times because of my boys playing. But yeah. they were always fun to watch as well. When it comes to the teams that you're on, who was the one person you didn't want to mess with? Um, probably, I would say Beth. Beth Ellison now. Beth Grant. Um, she was tough as nails. And she was always my ride home, too. So I had to be nice to her because yeah, oh, she yeah. brought me home. We, we were Egypt deal. girls together. Yeah, I was like, I'm being nice to Beth. That's my ride home. I don't want to walk. But um, she was Beth was always a really tough, hard-nosed player that, you know, you – I took her for everything that she meant. If she said it, she was doing it. So pro- probably Beth. Tell it was probably the funniest one that you played with. Oh, my goodness. Um, 
we've we've all had some funny times. I, I guess as I got older, some of those younger girls were funny to me. Uh, Crystal Miller, she's still one of my best buddies to this day. We work together, and um, Telly Young, uh, Nikki Cheatham, and, and Talisha Taylor. We had some really good times after that '92 team left us, and and I I kind of had to step into the the role model part. They they kept me laughing a lot on the sidelines when we were doing stuff. They, that's a pretty funny group. Amy, tell everybody what's some hobbies and stuff that you enjoy doing nowadays. Well, I'm an empty nester, so I'm not really figured that out. I've just I I work a lot. I I have a couple of dogs that keep us busy, and uh, I drive Bobby crazy. That's about all I've got. Uh, I do enjoy reading, and uh, I told Seth that I used to go to bed way before eight fifteen. So the, you know, when y'all call me late at night, I mean, this old woman likes to go to bed early. <laughs> <laughs> okay. you're always working job you know how many jobs do you currently have i have two i have two i work uh i work for the department of juvenile justice i've been doing that for 22 years and then i do uh, my side hustle is what i call it i do accounting stuff for docs market out there on camelsville road so yeah you definitely stay busy yes i do because i i've been so busy. amy keys busy my whole life with all these ball games I mean, you know, it would it would be nothing to be going six nights a week. And then when that comes to a, a brutal end, you know, even Hunter played uh, JV at Lindsay, and I would travel to all of his games. And I can count on one hand how many games I missed between my boys. And the only reason I usually miss is because the other one was playing and I was dividing and conquering, you know. But it, after that comes to an end, you try to figure out what, what's this life about in the empty nesting stage. So I'm still trying to figure it out. Amy, I have a question for you. Will's got two boys. I'm about to have two boys in May, so I have to ask you, what advice would you give Clay when he has five girls? Because that's what we're predicting. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> I, I'm just teasing. Um, I have a couple of nieces that I'm partial to, uh, uh, step niece and step uh, nephew. I love them all, but I was always grateful that God gave me boys because I just seem, I don't know what I would do with girls. I, I was always, you know, into sports and all that. But I have to tell this story. One year we'd gone to the beach with Beth um, Graham Ellison and her husband, Bo. And, uh, of course, she has two little girls. And she comes running in there. And she goes, oh, my gosh, Hunter has Brady in a headlock. And I was like, um, okay, is there, are they bleeding or is their bones sticking out? Like, I don't care. And she was like, oh, my gosh, it's so different raising boys than it is girls. I'm like, yeah, let them go. If they're quiet, I don't care. Let them wrestle. We did a lot of wrestling in our days. It, it was fun times. Y'all better enjoy it. They drive you crazy, you think, but it's crazier when they're gone. Well, I needed to hear that tonight because my boys have been sick for a week, and they're about to drive me crazy. Uh-huh. And they, they say, you'll miss it, and you will. You really will. Brady's living on campus, right? Yes, he is. He's at Lindsay living on campus. Decided yes. not to play any sports. Um, I was a little sad about that, but uh, each each has to make their own path. And Hunter has a full-time job and bought a house and got married this year. I have a daughter-in-law, Maddie. So I'm super proud of, of him and, and Maddie for – I think they're your neighbor, Clay. They are, actually, yeah. They are. You know, you look at your big family. I'm sure these get-togethers Christmas, Thanksgiving – you know, you're not talking about five or ten people. You're talking about a, a lot of people at one time. Yes, big bunch, oh, a big bunch of us. That's for sure. We always we always had the best uh, gatherings when my grandparents were alive. We still try to gather at the church 
uh, basement because no nobody can really house all of us anymore. <laughs> Who gets into it the most at these things? I feel like somebody's got to get into it. Oh, you know, I'm like Curry stirring up trouble somewhere. <laughs> he's he's trying to aggravate somebody at all times. <laughs> and grinning the whole time. Just grinning. <laughs> well, Amy, thank you so much for spending the time with us tonight. I know you said it's past your bedtime, so I really do appreciate that. And really, I appreciate all the work that you put in as a player, but then all the support that you've given all the different programs that you've supported, boys basketball and football uh, over the years, and the support that you've given us. You were one of the first people that kind of made our podcast known. You would like our stuff on Facebook and tweet about it. And uh, I think people kind of followed you in that. You were one of the first people to catch on and we really do appreciate that. So. Well, uh, I appreciate you guys. I really enjoyed your all's podcast and um, your, your, the way you all interact with each other. It's just, uh, it's just good fun. And I really enjoy hearing other people's aspects of, of their time that they play and that they have played. It's, it's been an enjoyable process to watch you all and listen. Amy, Will saying that maybe weren't you? Uh, you were on the boot. Were you a booster president? Um, I was usually stuck with the treasurer duties. The I treasure, was the okay. treasurer for basketball and football for many years. You know, that's I think I, I think I was the treasurer for basketball. I started in middle school and went all the way through high school with Hunter, and then I, you know, after Brady came along, then I, I think I had it for several years in a row. Well, yeah, that's another. You know, that's a big responsibility, a lot of time and effort as well. So we thank you for that. Well, I appreciate it, fellas. I really do. Thanks again. appreciate you staying up and talking to us. We've had a lot of fun. <laughs> it's been a good night. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you, you, Amy. Later. See you. Bye-bye. Clay, I really enjoyed having Amy on. She really was one of the first people that took a liking to our show, and she was always you know, complimentary of us back when we first got started. So I re- you don't forget stuff like that, and I appreciate it. Nope, you don't. And she's always – Super nice out. It's a really hard worker and uh, obviously a really good basketball player in high school and stuff. So she represents their County very well. Absolutely. Clay, we've got a big week in uh, Dare County sports coming up. So let's talk about that after I do my next read, if I can find it. This segment is brought to you by Jeffers Hardware. Jeffers is known to have what you need for your next project. Milwaukee Power Tools, Porter Paint, Rental Center, they've got it all. So go see the folks at Jeffers Hardware, the friendly hardware store so this week uh let's highlight the big ones the obvious games that are coming up tomorrow if you're listening on monday december 6th uh, boys and girls both have marion county and then on the ninth they both have camelsville so talk to us a little let's start with the girls let's start with the ladies clay marion lost a lot when spalding graduated but still uh should be a competitive game for us right be honest with you, I don't know a ton about their girls' team. Looking through roster, Kiki Adams, a junior, I recognize that name. Mackenzie Gordon's a junior. They're a team, three elder coach, for first year last year. And to be honest with you, she got a whole lot out of, out of them that I didn't think they did a lot better than I thought they would do. They started playing really well towards the end of the year last year. I know when we got them early in the season, we were able to sneak a win by them last year. But everybody was kind of getting used to Coach Elder's system. Um, getting that under their, you know, getting that under the belt, but they really started playing well after that point, uh, playing a lot better anyway. And you know, it's Marion County. It's one of those that the history kind of 
the history of the program, especially in girls basketball, kind of makes them a tough game regardless of what uh, what's on the court there. Oh, 100%. So then flip over to the boys. Uh, Marion County is one that Coach Breeze always seems to have a regard for. He always seems to – they must match up with us well because even when they have – like last year they – did not play well. They did not have a good season uh, last year, and they've lost James Jewell then this year, 3-25 and 25 last year, and they still played us pretty tight. What What is it about that Marion County team that kept them in the game? When it, now, we did beat them 71-48, so I'm just thinking of early in the season last year we were able to squeak by with a 42-41 to 41 victory. Uh, so what is it about them that kind of gave us fits early in the year last year? If I'm being honest, last year it's simply because they had James Jewell. Of course, this year they don't. So it would be interesting to see. They do have some shooters. And honestly, they have a pretty good amount of seniors, seniors and juniors who have played. They are decently athletic. Ball handling shouldn't be great. They will shoot a lot of threes. But uh, this is a game. If we if we come out, play well, move the ball well, we should be in good shape. We're going to get out and press them, I'm guessing. That's what kind of Breeze so. been talking about. They- and their ball handlers should not be that good. Awesome. Well, I, t- I like it when Clay – I like honesty, Clay. When Clay just shoots it straight with me, we we only beat them by one last year in that game because they had James Jewell, and now they don't. I like it because they still ha- – did they have James Jewell when we beat them 71-48? They did. So there you go. And now they don't even have him. So I'm optimistic, but it's district play, so you never know what could happen. And really, Clay, we don't know what to expect with these guys other than – other than Connor Loy and uh, Braden Coomer, none of them have like a an absolute ton of RST experience, right? No, this this is going to be a young team who we're going to play a total different style. But besides, you know, Braden Coomer and Connor Loy and Connor mainly, a lot of these guys, Carter White played some, JB Pites played some, but everybody else, I mean, you're talking about basically their first really varsity experience. If you watch game last year and watch us play this year, how we do everything is going to look like a total different team. Yeah. So I'm sure with that there will be growing pains, but I don't look for it to happen in this game. I think that's going to be one and zero in the district for the boys. Girls, it could be you really just don't know. You haven't seen how they are going to play without the yeah, without big girl in the middle. And then Camelsville. Camelsville boys. Yeah, they lost Jay Milburn, who was Milburn. yeah, you know, as valuable to his team as anybody in the region last year. But they do return about everyone back. This is going to be a team that they're starting five. They're going to be able to defend really well. Scoring could be an issue at times, but they're a team that is, I mean, when I say guard you, they probably have the two quickest guards in the region when it comes to Chase Horde and uh, DeAndre Weathers. Both of them, their quickness is something that I worry about a little bit with their young guards besides Connor because some of these guys varsity level haven't seen guys with that amount of quickness with coach Keith Atkins. They kind of like to try to play kind of like Mark Fudge did where they're going to play low scoring games. They're going to defend, but the good part about this year is they don't have that shot blocker inside, but I I anticipated there in council will be a very good game. So 
I encourage you to make it out to both. If you're only going to be able to make it out to one, depends on what you want to see. If you want to see what we think will be a great game, go on the ninth to the Camelsville game. But I encourage you to go to both. It's always exciting to go to uh, Dare County High School games. And then on the girls' side of things, Camelsville, how do, they're they're super young, right? Am I right? Super young. I think yeah. they may start two seventh graders, two freshmen, and a senior. So uh, this is definitely a rebuild for Camelsville. They graduated, I think, four of their starters. New coaching guy, Kevin Good and Rogers. Going to be a very young squad. And she's gonna doing a really good job with that program, it seems like. Kind of yeah, uh, embracing she will, that she's going to build it from the ground up. She will, I'm sure, provide a lot of uh, interest. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they do and how they look early on. Because this, like I said, you know, you, if you look at their roster. Nobody older than a sophomore. Yeah, and they have. Oh, have Brianna one, two, three, four, five, six, And they have seven seventh graders on the roster. Wow. So you, super, super young team. Clay, in girls basketball, you said it last or a couple weeks ago, right now, the way things are sitting on paper, it's Taylor and then a dog fight. Yeah, it's Taylor and everybody else. So, for our sake, you know, you always want to be that one seed, but we haven't made region in five or six years. You know, just making region would be a big deal. So, uh, we're just trying to get to that two spot, and then, hey, get to that two spot, you can always knock off that one spot, so you never know. The two or three. Stay away from the four. Be that two or three. Take advantage of these early season games where you could get a couple wins early against a Marion County who might not have an identity, Clay, that without uh, Spalding yeah, in the yeah. middle of the court. So take advantage of them not having an identity and you having everybody back. And then Camelsville is going to have growing pains with their with their really young roster. They'll probably be good at some point. But, you know, you got, what would you say, seven seventh graders on the team? Seven seventh graders. Take advantage of that when you've got the opportunity. Get that two or three seed. Stay away from that four seed this year and give yourself a shot to go to the region. That's all you can really ask for. Well, Clay, we've talked about ranch, talked about the 20th district. I think we've covered all the important topics there are to talk about. All the things to talk about in life. Yeah. Well, we always want to hear from you. If you like the show, you have suggestions, or you just want to give us a shout-out, we're on Twitter at Tribe44Podcast and Instagram under the same handle. And we have Facebook. Uh, so, Clay, if you don't have anything else, this has been the Tribe 44 Podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe on your preferred method of listening just to make sure you never miss any content. And we will talk to you all later. Let's go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go-getter, put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Because I'm going to go hard and I'm going to do it for my street. Raisin Cane's Chicken Strips. Mid. Beyonce. Mid. Remember the Titans. Mid. Hoosiers. Mid. The Blind Side. Mid. Rudy. Mid. All Sports Movies. Mid. Yellowstone. Mid. Christmas Vacation. Mid. Xbox. Mid. Taylor County. Mid. BJ Steinhelber. Mid, 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 mid.